Hey, it's me. Um, I wanted to do an episode, a tough one, for me to do, on anxiety, on social anxiety. Um, I struggled with it for a long time. When I was in my early, te- no, late teens, around 17 to like 19 probably, and then it got better, and then it's still, it was still hard, but, and then I worked at, started working at Starbucks, and I had it, and just over the years of working as a barista, it went away, you know, it went away. I could feel it a little bit, you know, under the surface, but now... That I left um, being a barista, I can feel like the culture shock is kind of hitting me. Um, kind of late, maybe like four months out. And that's the thing about LA and like um, the US now. There's not a lot of manufacturing jobs, so it's a lot of service. You know, it's a lot of dealing with clients and and talking to people. And I should say it should be about listening to people, but it's about talking to people and. Putting yourself out there, which I find difficult, you know? It's weird because anyone can have it, you know? No matter what they look like or what they do for a living. And, you know, if you see me or meet me, and you don't know me, I don't, a lot of people told me they didn't think I was friendly when they first met me, they thought I was, you know, cold or whatever, or indifferent, and I feel like that's kind of what I give off, maybe to protect myself or or something, you know, I try not to look like I'm paying attention to anything, and I don't really care what people think of me, and I know kind of at the crux of the social anxiety experience is is caring what other people think of you, but I don't, I don't care anymore. I feel like for me, I'm still, and I have to go to ACA meetings again, it's just been kind of hard with the, um, the work schedule and, and making time for that. I I can definitely make time for that. But luckily I have these podcasts so that I can share stuff. So for me, I I think it's evolved over time, you know, based on my experiences. But I feel like I'm afraid of people hurting me. Like physically hurting me or verbally like assaulting me, I guess. And Again, like, I'm pretty big. I mean, I'm not, like, 300 pounds. I'm not 6'5". I'm, like, 210 pounds and, like, 5'9", 5'10". I don't know. I think I'm 5'8", but, like, how I carry myself, maybe, like, 5'10 or something. So, I'm good, you know. I don't know if I haven't fought before, but it looks like I can take someone on. I don't know. 
But I know how important confidence is, so I try to stay confident most of the time, but it's hard. So, you know, with my dog walking job, it's hard when I meet the owners because I feel that they hate me. But I can't feel that way because then the dogs know. And if the dogs feel like... If they can sense how I'm feeling, then they'll be on guard or they'll attack or... Because they don't know any different. They can't tell that my... Sorry. What I'm learning about dogs... Probably more about people than dogs, but... What I'm learning is they don't... They don't know the why. They don't know your story. They just know what's going on in the here and now. And how they've been trained to associate you with with what is going to happen. You know, with their body and with their scent and with cues. And the fight or flight response I have when I'm around people is threatening to them because they might sense the fight part and they if they sense that they believe you know and i can't say they're wrong they probably believe i'm going to do something bad to them their owner or their property but i'm not because i'm just taking them for a walk you know I hate being sensitive. I hate being vulnerable. But I have to do it. Because I give, can give other people a voice. You know, I forgot why I did this. I forgot why I'm doing this podcast. But it's to help people. It's to help people who are afraid. It's to help people who struggle with if they're good enough or if they're good at anything. It's to give people an example of what it's like to feel like they suck at everything. And to teach them, like, hey, this is someone who deals with that. And this is someone who's really fighting for something. This is someone who wants to grow. So you can feel like you, like it's possible, you know? And throughout my journey so far, I've learned so much. I've experienced great things and terrible, terrible things in my head. But it's all in my head. No one's bitten me yet. No one's spat at me yet. I mean, someone called me useless, but that was before I started recording. So it's not going to really count. That was like a couple years ago, but whatever, you know? So, I'm doing it. 
I mean, I want to make some kind of like living off of this podcast, but I don't even write for it. But I want to do it so that. Sorry, let me charge my phone. Because this one might take a while today. And I still have to read my book, but it's okay. So, yeah, I wanted to do this to, you know, help myself in a certain way, but I wanted to be of value. I wanted people to listen to this and be like, hey, this person's trying to do something with their life, and and they weren't happy with their life, and they weren't happy the job they were in, the people they were with, and they could sense how all these people felt, and that was a real big, I don't want to say burden, but a real challenge, you know? Because with my faith or with myself or my relationship to God, I don't worry. I don't care. I don't worry about what's going to happen to me in this world. I know I'll be okay, but I still have to live in this world. And this world is what makes me afraid. Even though deep down, I don't think I am. But I'm here, you know, I think. I hope I don't mean this. Sorry. Thank you for being patient. I don't mean this is in a narcissistic, modern way, but I think I was put here for a reason, you know? There's a reason I'm here, there's a reason I'm still here. I just want to do something good with my life before I don't have it anymore. I don't care what I have, if I get any more, if I lose anything, everything can be replaced. It all comes and goes. Everything's always existed and will always exist, just in a different form, you know? So I know everything's fine. And maybe through Christ or whatever, I can have eternal life. I don't have to worry even about that. But I don't know if I'm there yet. So I'm still maybe afraid of death or something. But more so, a life with no utility. I think that's what I'm afraid of having. And not in the modern capitalist, like, millennial sense where it's like you measure your value by productivity not like that but in a more long-term meaningful way you know was my wife was my life worth something did i do something good before i died did i help someone out 
Did I make a positive impact? And I think I did. I think I did. But at the same time, I'm an engine. I keep going. Sometimes my life comes to a screeching halt with depression or whatever. But I keep going because it's inside me. That feeling. I don't want to die. But I don't want to live in fear either. And it feels like that's what I've been doing. I don't know if it was Socrates. I think it was Socrates. He said the unexamined life is not worth living. And it's so true. And I think of Romans 12 too. Which I have tattooed on my body forever now. And I don't know what the wor- the deal with the world is. Deep down I know biologically people just want to reproduce. They want to survive. That's that's the setting, you know, that's the default setting. Just like the gazelles, just like the cheetahs, just like the birds, just like the spiders. Just like the cats and dogs and octopuses and whales and bears and flowers, you know? Whatever DNA, whatever bigger narrative in the world, you know? If that's cool, I'm down with that. But I still feel like there's something more. There's got to be something more than life. Sorry, there's got to be more to life than life. Like some spirit, something spiritual, something tasteless, colorless, odorless, you know? There's something out there or in here. So, I know that was weird. I was supposed to talk about anxiety or whatever. But I know also that if I keep exposing myself to the same stimuli and experiences that cause me to feel anxious, I know I'll get stronger. Because when I was at Starbucks, I was shaking a lot and I was dropping cups a lot. And I would sweat and I would have to tell people we were out of something. But then, you know... I did breeze to stuff for nine years. So when we were out of something, I immediately told someone. When I saw someone new, I can tell them, hey, how are you? Maybe that was because there was a huge espresso machine protecting me or whatever, or counter. But I got better with time. 
you know, and with this restaurant job. It's hard to serve people food because, again, with the social anxiety, it's this idea that people hate you. It's this, people that, this idea that people are judging you. And for me, I'm kind of past this whole what people think about me. I do care what people think about me, but only in the context of that aggression, you know? Because we're animals. I think people are animals. You know? We just have different senses and we use, I mean, we have the same senses, but we use, we have, we dedicate more space for certain senses than other senses compared to other animals like dogs. You know, a big part of their brain is dedicated for their scent. For us, it's our sight, you know? And... But we're still animals, you know? And I don't think that takes away from our humanity. Maybe it adds to it. And we love... I think people love animals, you know? Like... In my room, there's um this portrait of Athena. I forget who painted it. Some Dutch painter, and on her on her um helmet, one of the dogs is her name is Athena, by the way. And I got to meet her today. One of the emblems on this helmet is like a an owl, you know. And over over time, with mythology and religion and whatever, they're symbols. They're animals, you know. Like like Jesus was a shepherd. And Athena, her symbol, or her animal was an owl. And, you know, Hades had Sarah, Sarah, I don't forget how you say his name. These different representations, you know. The serpent. Um, Horus was part bird. Um, just these animals, you know, they have some kind of meaning to us. And I like dogs. I love dogs. I want to learn about them, so I do want to walk dogs. I'm just afraid of people, you know? I'm not afraid of dogs, because if I'm afraid of dogs, they'll eat me. (laughs) Which is ironic. But people aren't going to eat me. They can't. They'll get caught. And they don't want people to see them as cannibals, so probably they won't eat me. Sorry, I had to put some kind of weird humor to offset whatever I'm feeling, so. Um, Thanks for listening, and follow my, what is this, a channel, a podcast? Follow my podcast, and if you haven't already, share it with a friend. Um, If you don't want to share the whole thing, maybe... Browse through whatever your favorite one was. And, you know, just send them the the link to that. And maybe it'll help them out. I'm going to go now because I'm going to eat food and then maybe read a book. Bye.